感谢主，今天的经文是提多书第三章一到八节。你要提醒众人，叫他们顺服做官的、掌权的，遵他的命，预备行各样的善事，不要毁谤，不要增进，总要和平，向众人大显温柔。我们从前也是无知、悖逆、受迷惑，服侍各样私欲和厌乐，常存恶毒、嫉妒的心，是可恨的，又是彼此相恨。但到了神，我们救主的恩慈和他向人所施的慈爱，显明的时候，他便救了我们，并不是因我们自己所行的义，乃是照他的怜悯，借着重生的喜和圣灵的更新。圣灵就是神，借着耶稣基督，我们救救主，厚厚浇灌在我们身上的，好叫我们因他的恩得称为义，可以凭着永生的盼望成为后世。这话是可信的。我也愿你把这些事切切实实的讲明，使那以信神的人留心做圣洁的事业。这都是美，呃，这都是美事，并且与人有益。阿门Good afternoon. King is going to translate English, Mandarin. All good. When I was studying at the Sydney Teachers College to be a teacher, Jimmy Carter was the president of the United States. 当我在悉尼师范学院学习时，吉米·卡特是美国总统。One morning, I was thrilled to and read to read in the newspaper the front page these words: "Jimmy Carter born again." 一天早上，我在悉尼一份报纸的头版上读到这些话，感到既感动又惊讶。吉米·卡特重生了。The expression "born again" became a prominent title to describe Christians. 这个词后来成为描述基督徒的一个重要头衔，如今它已经不那么常用了。It's not used as much these days. 如今它也不用那么常用了。Soon after, I read an article in the magazine about some teenagers covenanting to wait until marriage before they have sex. 不久之后，我在好周末上读到一篇文章。
一篇关于青少年约定等到结婚后再发生性行为的文章。A concert, a concert run by Christians was described in this way. It is a supercharged sexual abstinence rally sponsored by an organization of born-again evangelicals. 基督徒举办音乐会集会是这样描述的：这是一场由重生福音派组织主办、超级激进的性禁欲集会。The term "born again" became linked to televangelists, Pentecostals, dancing in church, etc. 重生一词与电视布道家、五旬节派、在教堂跳舞等联系在一起。When I was sharing the gospel、uh, with a person, they asked me whether I was one of these born-againers. 当我与一个人分享福音时，他们问我是否是那些重生者之一。Eccentrics, weirdos, fanatics, crazies. Turbocharged Christians, 怪人，不正常的人，狂热分子，疯子，超级基督徒。I wanted to say yes and no. 我既想说是，又说又说不是。Yes, because Jesus said no one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. 是的，耶稣说，人若不重生，就不能见到国。To be a Christian means to be born again. 成为基督徒就意味着重生。All true Christians are born again. 所有真正的基督徒都重生了。This is not a new teaching from a weird cult. 这并不是一个奇怪邪教的新教义。Someone once asked, "Why do you keep saying you must be born again?" 曾经有人问，为什么你总是说你必须重生 ？And I said, "Because you must." 因为你必须。But I also wanted to say no. I didn't want to be identified with what they watched on television, or with extreme Pentecostal friends, or an image that they had in their minds. 不，因为我不想被认同为他们在电视上看到的内容，或者他们极端的五旬节朋友，或者他们心目中的形象。But born again Christianity is biblical, and we need to defend it strongly. 但重生基督教是符合圣经的，我们需要坚决。New birth or birth from above is absolutely necessary for salvation. 重生从天而降的重生对于得救来说是绝对必要的。You can't be a Christian without being born again. 如果没有重生，你就不可能成为基督徒。Just as you have a physical birthday, you have a spiritual birthday. 正如你有一个身体生日一样，你也有一个灵性生日。I was born physically on the 18th of October, 1961. 我的肉体出生于一九六一年十月十八日。I was born spiritually in June, 1976. 但我的灵性出生于一九七六年六月。Friends, if there is one thing we need in Australia, we need a spiritual revival. 如果说澳大利亚国庆日我们需要一件事，那就是我们国家的灵性复兴。Where men and women recognise their sin and their failures, and where they are born again. 在那里，男人和女人们认识到自己的罪和失败。在那里，他们因耶稣基督而好消息而重生。And they are saved and transformed by the good news of Jesus Christ. 在那里，他们因耶稣基督的好消息而重生、拯救和改变。The first main point today is this: rebirth leads to humility, not arrogance. 第一，重生导致谦卑，而不是傲慢。A true understanding 
of this new spiritual birth will lead to humility, not arrogance. 对这种新的灵性诞生的真正理解，将导致谦卑而不是傲慢。The label "born again" seems to some people to imply a degree of arrogance. 有一些人看来，重生这个标签似乎意味着某种程度的傲慢。It seems that we are implying that we are better than others. 我们似乎在暗示我们比其他人非基督徒更好。That can't be further from the truth. 事实也不是这样。A true understanding of being born again leads to humility, not arrogance. 对重生真正理解会带来谦卑，而不是傲慢。We are born again by God's grace. 我们因神的恩典而重生。It is the gift of God. 这是神的礼物。It is what God does for us through Christ and His Spirit. 这是神通过基督和他的灵为我们所做的事。For example, Paul describes the condition, our condition, before God saved us. 例如，保罗描述了神拯救他之前他的光景。At what one time we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. 我们从前也是无知、叛逆、受迷惑、服侍各种私欲和厌乐、长存恶物、嫉妒的心，是可恨的，又是彼此相恨。Foolish without spiritual understanding. Disobedient to God, 叛逆对神的不顺服 Deceived, led astray by false teaching, 受迷惑被错误的教导引入歧途 Enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures, 服侍各样私欲和厌乐 Evil desires dominated our lives. We were controlled by them. 邪恶的欲望主宰了我们的生活，我们被他们控制了 We spend our lives in malice, perversity, wickedness, evil disposition of mind. 常活在苦毒的心，怪癖、邪恶、邪恶的思想倾向。And envy. 和嫉妒。One of the most soul-destroying manifestations of malice is envy. To look with ill will at another person because of what he is or what he has. 最能摧毁灵魂恶毒表现之一就是嫉妒。用恶毒的眼光看待另一个人的身份或所拥有的东西。And it climaxes in being hated and hating one another. 这一切在恨与彼此相恨中达到了顶峰。Paul says to Titus, at one time, this is what we were like. 保罗对提多说，我们曾经是这样的。And once you realize what God has saved you from, it causes you to give thanks and to be humble. 一旦你意识到神拯救了你从哪里面脱离出来，你就会感到感恩并谦卑。It causes you not to be too hard on people who are still in this condition, but to humbly try to win them for Christ. 它让你对人处于这种状况的人不要太严厉苛刻，而是谦卑的尝试赢得他们归向基督。For we were just like them until God, in His grace, changed us. The second point is this: we see God's gracious activity. When the kindness and love of God, our Savior, appeared, He saved us not because of righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. Whom he poured out on us generously 
through Jesus Christ our Saviour, so that having been justified in his grace, we might become heirs having the hope of eternal life. Dadalashenwamanjutsu Friends, this passage stresses the sovereignty of God in our salvation. There is no mention of our response of faith, but we know it's required from elsewhere. And firstly, we see God's love and kindness in Christ. When the kindness and love of God appeared, he saved us not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. The appearance of God clearly refers to the historical event of Christ's coming to save us, as we saw in Titus 2, verse 11. 正如我们正提多书二章十一节所看到的，神的显现显然是指基督来拯救的历史事件。Although there is no specific allusion to the cross, this must have been in Paul's mind, since twice elsewhere in the pastorals he affirms that Christ gave Himself for our redemption。虽然没有具体提及十字架，但这一定是保罗的想法，因为他在教。读书的其他地方两次确认基督为我们的救赎而舍己。And the gospel or the Easter events destroy any potential for arrogance. 福音复活节事件摧毁了任何傲慢的可能性。We are saved on the basis of mercy in the cross, not our righteous works. 我们得救是基于十字架上的怜悯，而不是因为我们公义的行为。we cannot claim superiority over anyone. If a lifesaver comes out to save you because you are drowning, he doesn't do it because you are good. He does so because you're in trouble. Likewise, God doesn't save us because we are good, but because we need saving. We are in need and distress, and the life saver shows kindness to us. Friends, mercy is God's compassion to the needy and those in distress. Mercy is God's compassion to the person who is in debt without claim to favorable treatment. Mercy always implies that we are guilty before God. We are saved not because we are good, but because of mercy. So what is the difference between grace and mercy? 
or mercy is not getting what I do deserve. 怜悯没有得到我应得的. Grace is getting what I don't deserve. 恩典得到我不该得到的东西. Imagine a thief breaks into my house. 例如小偷闯入我家. He is stealing my DVD player. I crash tackle him to the ground, I disarm him, and I get the DVD player back. I prepare to ring the police. He pleads with me, don't ring the police. And I agree not to ring the police. That's mercy. Then after chatting to him for a couple of hours, I offer him my television as well as my DVD player. That's grace. We also talk about having new birth in verses 5 and 6. How did he save us? He did it by pouring out his spirit inside us. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our Savior. What does this mean? It means that we are born again or regenerated. It is the work of the Spirit. Water is often used in the Old Testament as a symbol of cleansing and is used together with the promise of a new nature in Ezekiel chapter 36 verses 25 to 27. 水在旧约中经常被用作洁净的象征，并且于在以西结书三十六、二十五到二十七中，新性情的应许一起使用。It says, "I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from all idols. I will give you a new heart, put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh." And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. 我必用清水洒在你们身上，你们就洁净了。我要洁净你们，使你们脱离一切的污泥，弃掉一切的偶像。我也要赐给你们一个新心，将心灵放在你们里面，又从你们的肉体中除掉实心，赐给你们肉心
，这是从灵性死亡到灵性生命的瞬间交变。灵性在灵性的复活是基督徒生命开始的一次性事件，与肉身的出生平行。它与之密切相关的改变信仰不同，它强调神赐予新生命的行动。信仰改变是人类脱离罪、离罪归依的行为，随伴随着重生。通过重生，信徒获得了新的属灵本质。他将以新的关注和兴趣来表达自己。他们还将体验到抵抗罪恶、顺服神和侍奉神的新力量。And this regeneration gives rise to renewing the ongoing transformation of our characters. This regeneration brings us to a renewing transformation He has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see in Him. 使徒行传二点三三，他竟被神的右手高举，又从父受了所应许的圣灵，就把你们所看见、所听见的浇灌下来。And now, thirdly, we are heirs of God, having the hope of eternal life. 后世有永生的盼望。So that having been justified by His grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. He says. 好叫我们因他的恩得称为义，可以凭着永生的盼望成为后嗣。Justified by His grace means we are declared righteous, not guilty. We are acquitted, a status of righteousness through faith in Christ. 靠着他的恩典称义，被称为义，无罪，宣判无罪。通过对基督的信仰而获得正义的地位。We are credited with the righteousness of Christ. 我们被认为拥有基督的义。It's not simply that our abysmal failure in life's moral examination is overlooked. We pass with 100%. 这不仅仅是因为神宽恕了我们在生活道德审判中的严重失败，我们以 100% 的成绩通过。And we are heirs, he says. We haven't received it yet, although we are certain of it. 后世尽管我们确信，但我们还没有得到。God's promise is that we will inherit eternal life. 神的应许是我们将继承永生。We have the down payment. The Holy Spirit guarantees our inheritance. 我们付了定金，圣灵保证我们的继承权。Listen to Ephesians 1:13 and 14. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of the truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in Him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of His glory. 以弗所书一十三到十四，你们既听见真理的道。就是那叫你们得救的福音，也信了基督。既然信他，就受了所应许的圣灵为印记。这圣灵是我们得基业的凭据，只等到神之名被属，使他的荣耀得着称赞。
So what are the implications for life and witness? Number one, be humble. The nature of God's salvation teaches us to be humble, not arrogant. We are totally dependent on God's grace. It should moderate how we speak to people who are not yet Christians. We must speak with compassion and love. We must never boast of being better than anyone else. Let me give you a test. You're driving down the road in your car and some guy cuts in front of you without warning, almost causing an accident. How do you respond? Angry, shout at him, scream at him? Idiot? Low life? Or do you compose yourself? We must learn to be humble. Secondly, live a godly life. In verse 8, it says, I want you to stress these things so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. These things are excellent and profitable for everyone. Someone said, We've had a wash, don't go back into the mud. A knowledge of the truth leads to godliness. Go and do good. And verse 1 and 2 says, Remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient. To be ready to do what is good, to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate, and always to be gentle toward everyone. And we have to learn how to handle opposition. The charge of hypocrisy. Is that number two? Yeah, see? Ah, okay. 威胁,恩典的福音威胁人们。when we fail to live rightly, we'll be accused of being hypocrites. It's a false charge because we never claim to be perfect, nor do we claim to earn acceptance by God through our works.
somewhere here, but Yeah, that's correct. Should be early enough. So, yep. Yeah, okay. So that's not in here. So, see, we claim to be forgiven, not good. If someone points out a sin in your life, thank them, apologize, and ask God to help you to live rightly. But we must point out that if they are not forgiven and they are definitely not good, then they have a big problem. And as well as the second thing is threats. The gospel of grace threatens people. Admitting sin and failure threatens people. Telling people that you must be born again to have eternal life is threatening. Telling them that they are not born again, they are heading to eternal damnation is threatening. They will not like the description given in verse 3 to describe the non-Christian world. Make this clear. There's a huge gulf between people who are Christians and people who are not Christians. Don't blur the distinctions. You're either dead in your sins or you're forgiven and born again. One or the other. I once taught a, a year seven class, a scripture, I taught them about the Bible. They discovered that they were God's enemies and they didn't appreciate me teaching this to them. They didn't like it one bit. But unless they understand this, they will never come to Christ. They'll never see their need of mercy and grace. They'll never see their need of the cross of Easter. And finally, pray wisely. Recognize God brings people to new life. The Bible says Satan blinds the minds of unbelievers in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. Satan Pray that we might share the gospel clearly and pray for boldness. Friends, we are born again Christians. This is biblical Christianity. We must defend it, 
But it must also motivate us to live godly lives. God help you and empower you to live this way to the glory of God. Amen.